Yes, today I'm honored to be once again joined by Valley Sports NBA insider Brandon Scooby Robinson. Brandon Scoop, what's going on? Scoop, I'm maintaining how you feeling. Everything good, man. Staying busy out of the way. You know how it goes. <laughs> oh, I do. I do. Definitely. Yeah, welcome back to the NBA panel. Always a pleasure to have you on. Um, you're doing some great work at Valley Sports. How's the experience going for you? Good. I'm having fun. I'm doing the work and uh, reaping the rewards. That's about it. Definitely. That's how it goes. The NBA Finals, we've had a great one. The Celtics and the Warriors. The Warriors came back healthy for the way to um, Celtics and Six. You did some great phenomenal coverage during NBA Finals. Talk about experience with us. Um, it was fun. I um, I definitely connected with new people, reconnected right. with people that I've already known right. um, throughout that process. And, you know, COVID really made us um, kind of slow down a bit but find new ways to be innovative. And kind of just me, I, I've really been out and about at national functions, I've been at more local stuff, whether it's in Philly, New York, D.C., um, and right. other places. But, um, you know, to kind of see everybody, it was like a big family reunion. Um, and, you know, you, you're able to see people that you haven't seen in a while. And uh, you're also able to connect with new people. So right. um, it, was, it was a pleasure. It was a joy. And, um, yeah, man, it just, just piggybacking off of that and just continuing to do things in the off season as, as we all are just pushing content and making things happen. Right. Um, how was your what's your take on the NBA Finals? Um, it, it was a great series. I mean, Steph Curry stepped up on Finals MVP. I mean, the Celtics were young, but I think it's gonna give them motivation to get back there again. We all know each year isn't isn't guaranteed. Once you get there, you gotta take advantage of it. But somebody wins, somebody gotta lose. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought that the, the Celtics were gonna win it, um, okay. and they started out hot, but the Warriors endured. The more right. and more um, you um, let the Warriors hang around, yeah. um, the more and more you get what you get. And um, I think that ultimately it was a learning experience for the Celtics. I also think that the Celtics had some holes defensively um, right. that they were trying to figure out. And, um, you know, defensively I think they played against Steph well. And Steph, once he scored that 43-point game in Boston, the momentum kind of shifted. Definitely. And that experience, that 70 experience definitely kicked in, definitely. Your specialty, all these rumors flying around, man. What's going on? <laughs> David got a new one. Today, David got a new one. Reportedly, David Brown is up for trade for KD. I mean, everybody wants KD, but everybody can't trade for KD. Because once you trade for him, you're going to basically deplete your roster. And you have, some, you have to have something there to push with him and surround him with, but he's generous on talent, so you know you got to give the gift. You do. Um, you know, the, the Celtics conversation that arose uh, Monday morning with uh, some of my colleagues, um, right. you know, it, it's just a, another revolving door of um, what, what people want and kind of gauging the marketplace of what people are willing to give up. Right. Um, no surprise that that's a conversation every team is reaching out to the Brooklyn Nets. Um, you know, around the beginning of July, you know, the conversation was uh, any iteration of uh, the, the, the Toronto Raptors, as well as um, as well as uh, the Phoenix Suns, uh, right. and and as well as the New Orleans Pelicans, and even the Minnesota Timberwolves uh, looking to get Kevin Durant, but. You know, right. there's a lot of people who don't want to give up certain 
high-key market value to, to bring in Kevin Durant. And a lot of this Kevin Durant stuff is directly tied to uh, Kyrie Irving and, right. uh, you know, what he wants for his brother. And ultimately, um, they're being aggressive in how they handle those things. And, um, you know, ultimately, when it's all said and done, um, I do expect there to be some resolution on the net side. Uh, and for Brooklyn and Kyrie and Kevin Durant uh, right. to uh, sit down with – ownership and, and, and make those things right. But as for now, um, there's a lot of posturing on both sides. All right. Yeah, the Nets have, the Nets of Curry, Kyrie and Durant have the free agent market on freeze right on hold right now. So, because <laughs> we know if, if, if Durant is moved, they want to replace players behind him. So everyone's waiting on those two. I think that's a good idea, what you just said that may happen, about them two just coming back and running the back maybe. Because I mean that's like the best for everybody right now. I mean the Lakers, the Lakers want Kyrie real bad, but they don't want to give up what's needed to get him. He's also a universal talent. I mean his handles are crazy, like his stepdad. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Definitely, I'm with you. Um, the Nets are just going to give Kyrie Irving away. Um, you know, from all of my reporting going back to you know Fourth of July weekend while I was on vacation, um, everything that I've gotten has been. You know um, the possibility of, of of Kyle leaving. I know Miami uh, has been uh, fervent in, in some aspects in their approach on uh, getting him. Uh, any conversations along the lines of Kyle Lowry, Nick Struess, as well as um, as well as uh, Tyler Hero. Um, but um, you know that's kind of been not a thing. You know on the Laker side. Um, you know, the Lakers and the Nets did discuss uh, Russell Westbrook um, and, and picks, but, you know, in any deal, the Nets are looking to get both Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davidson picks. I know right. Russell Westbrook, you know, fired his agent and um, uh, Sad Fouché. And um, ultimately, uh, when it was all said and done, um, you know, I know that Russ was talking to Sad about, um, you know, pitching to the Nets a situation where he would be viable and it just didn't come to fruition. So, you know, I know the Lakers, you know, have, have currently had conversations about moving Russell, but, you know, I, I think for, for the Lakers, it looks as though they're going to have to figure this out. I know Indiana has been a, a player uh, in conversations, but, you know, the Nets have, have oh, excuse me, the Lakers have, you know, wanted uh, Buddy Hills for years. But, right. you know, ultimately uh, for the Lakers, just because you want to get rid of Russ, you can't make people take Russ. Um, and, you know, ultimately for Kyrie, um, I think it was smart on his part to opt in, um, to, right. to recoup money that he missed last year. And, right. um, you know, I, I think in a lot of respects, when you look at DeAndre Ayton's situation in Phoenix last year, in some right. respects, this is a cautionary tale where um, you let guys walk, they're going to find to do what's best for them uh, right. in, in, in regards to you. So what they did when they signed it off, you know, wanted. And I think for Kyrie, yeah, this is one year. Um, I think he's saying all the right things now. Um, but ultimately, next offseason, uh, both the Lakers, the Nets, and Kyrie Irving, respectively, are all going to have to play ball. So this right. may be a one-year situation. Who's to say the Lakers don't come back next year with something? Specifically because 
Russell Westbrook is on the last year of his deal. And he right. can his bag by opting into the $47 million. So I think yeah. that Russ and Kyrie, respectively, are playing it smart. But next year it's going to be very interesting. It's, and I think it's going to be more interesting uh, for Kyrie because you, you're now seeing how people want him. Like, I felt like yeah. throughout the course of this past season, everybody was acting like he was damaged good. And then right. he came back. And it's like, okay, so does he really suck or you just don't like him? And then right. you look at the Russell Westbrook situation. I don't want to speak ill of him. I, I have great respect for Russ, but, right. you know, ultimately, okay, you opt into that, that last payday, then what? You know, I, I would expect that teams like, you know, if he's not traded and you look at the offseason, I would expect teams like um, the Spurs, teams like the Mavericks, um, those Texas-type teams to, 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 to kind of look at him and, and say, okay, what's right. next? Like, I, I also don't believe that Russ is damn good. I think people start driving certain things, and, and then they start – believing that it's fact rather than just fodder and opinion. And, um, you know, Russ is an MVP, has been an MVP. Um, and, I, and I just think that people need to respect him. They may not like him, but that right. has nothing to do with him as a, as a player, as a family man and more. So you, you have to be careful because I think people build narratives and people build hate on people that they don't even know. Yeah, that's very, very true. That's very true. You think um, Russell could get a, get along with um, well, Tim Hardaway Jr. Tim Hardaway Jr. is coming back, along with Luca and Tim Hardaway Jr. You think uh, that? I spoke to I spoke to somebody um, very 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 Maverick um, okay. centered. I won't name names, right. but what I will say is that um, number one, from the person that I spoke to, they said that ultimately it would be Jason Kidd's call. Okay. Uh, on Russell, it's a matter of chemistry. You know, they 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 believe that Luca could play with anybody, um, right. and that you know, with T- Tim Hardaway and Christian now in the fold, um, they're gonna score. Uh, and they believe that if Russ did come to Dallas, if if he wanted to come off the bench, um, that he'd be great. Right. But there's a belief within the Mavericks organization um, that the Mavs are set, and so. Yeah, adding Russ, if he's bought out this season, it would be interesting. But on the flip side, someone who would know the Mavs better than anybody else shared with me that, you know, they wonder about just the chemistry with Luka and that Russ would have to accept the bench role. Um, and, 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 but that, that's, you know, contingent upon whether he got a buyout. Next right. offseason would be interesting. Definitely. Yeah, one thing about the, um, the Mavericks, they're still in a good position. They lost Brunson. To the Knicks, the Knicks wanted him very badly, and he showed it. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 the person that I spoke with said to me that you know he will miss Brunson, but Brunson is a will be a much better fit in New York um, because that's still Lucas' team, and he's more will be more of a focal point in with the Knicks. But gotcha. um, you know, there's no hard feelings with him leaving. Ultimately, he did what was best for him. Right. Yeah, and like I just said, the return of Tim Murray Jr. replaced some of that um, scoring points and loss of Brunson. So, like I said, they're in a good position, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yes, sir. Donovan Mitchell, also talking about trade rumors right now. And Danny Age, Danny Age is at it again, <laughs> building on the board chest. You see what he got for Rudy Gobert. He's talking about where he wants to Donovan Mitchell now. Um, what have you heard about that front? Um, well, ultimately, um, I think for Donovan, you know, there there is an interest in playing in New York City and being from Elmsford by way of Connecticut, Elmsford, New York, Westchester County. Um, 
you know, but ultimately it comes down to what the Knicks are willing to give up and what the Jazz are willing to take. I know that, you know, those teams have been in uh, constant contact. I won't say deep conversations. I won't put myself on the hook for that. Right. Um, but I also do question, um, okay, you, you give up. Say you give them any iteration of Obi Toppin um, as well as uh, R.J. Barrett and or uh, Emmanuel Quigley. Um, I, I still feel as though um, it, it reminds me so much of what the Knicks had to do to get to Carmelo Anthony. I mean, to get Carmelo Anthony. I mean, you right. gave up Danilo Gallinari. You gave up um, a lot, a lion's share of different people. And right. I think that ultimately, okay, you, I feel like R.J. Barrett has gotten better every year. Um, you know, I know Julius Randle has been a guy that, you know, has made Knicks fans mad, and ever since then, it's kind of been funny style with him. It's like he got his money, and people told him, oh, you know, he's, he's a chance on that team. I, I still like Julius Randle's game a great deal. I think he fits um, – I think he fits Tibbs' uh, system. Uh, very well. Any tip system is predicated upon um, speedy guards and right. point forward um, type of uh, players. Um, you know, if I'm not mistaken, Carl Anthony Towns did well into the system. Um, you know, uh, and 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 I and I think that um, I just think that this 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 potential opportunity. You just got to be careful about what you give up and what the upside can be for somebody moving forward. That, that's my only reservation about it. But I do know that the Knicks and the Jazz have been talking, right. um, and ultimately <clears throat> it, it comes down to fit and how many draft picks you're giving up. Because right. you think about it, right? You're giving up 20, 29, 20, 27, 20, 28 picks. You're banking yeah. on somebody in eighth grade or in high school. You don't know what they're going to be. Right. Very true. <laughs> Very true. Um, speaking of fit, James Harden has made the beat of Philadelphia and seems like he, he likes it. He's taking the team-friendly con- contract to help the team build around him and Joe Embiid. Um, James Harden, do you think they can win the championship this year? You know, the East is loaded and it's getting stacked. It's getting more stacked. Um, I think they have a chance. I think they've added great defensive uh, presence in, in, in P.J. Tucker. Um, I think that they have um, – been in a situation where um, they, you know, it seems they want to make the the the, the Philadelphia 76ers, the Philadelphia Rockets. Um, right. The only thing they really miss is when they get Howard. Right. Um, they got Daniel House. They got P.J. Tucker. They got James Harden. Um, you know, I, I think ultimately um, I think the Sixers will be competitive. Um, I think they had a half a year to kind of uh, set it set it up. And, you know, in talking to to, to – um, just different guys on that team. It seems like, you know, they have a desire uh, to make it work. Um, I think it's just a matter of um, chemistry, fit, um, as well as just a little bit of luck. Um, Tommy's Maxi, you know, I remember uh, sitting down with him uh, during the season this last year when he talked about how, you know, right. Sam Cassell shared with him that, you know, as a point guard, once you're able to uh, know when to score, when to distribute, um, you, you've mastered your craft. And then I, you know, I followed that. I, I sat with him uh, in San Francisco during the finals, and I asked him, I said, Joe, right. when did you? When did that really come together? He said, honestly, when James came. Because um, you really got a James guy that's a, a lead guard. Max is the point guard. 
Um, and those two guys are figuring out their role of when to distribute, when to score. Right. Um, and then, you know, and B, like, I really feel like last year Philadelphia was in a situation where they played in survival mode at the beginning of the year because they didn't have Ben Simmons. Right. And then, and then they still played well. You know, you had B who were doing some of everything. And, yeah. You know, and then, and then you know, you, 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 I honestly felt like giving up Drummond messed up the chemistry at first. Um, right. That's Curry as well. I really felt like those, it felt like a college team. Like those guys really rallied around each other. And then, you know, the playoffs hit, and then Embiid got hurt in the playoffs. And I really feel like it would have been a different conversation had he been healthy. It was like one game short, two games short. So I really feel like it's a lot of a lot of nice guys on that team. You yeah. added some jerks to that team, and Daniel House and, and, and stylistically basketball wise, and Daniel House and, and PJ Tucker to to and already, you know, Pokemon if that includes, you right. know, uh, Harden, Embiid, Maxi, Tobias Harris, uh, and more. Um, I also do like the the Anthony Melton acquisition. I think uh, that was was smart. And uh, Farquhar Cormans, I think, still being on that team from a shooting perspective, I think spelled Philadelphia uh, in the loss of Seth Curry. So, I mean, I, I like the Sixers. I like. Um, their roster, um, I like what they're doing, um, right. but you still, I still think as con- currently constructed, you still got to get through the Brooklyn Nets. You still yes. got to go through the Boston Celtics, and um, I, I think that there are other teams who who have gotten better this offseason. I think the Washington Wizards got better this offseason. Yes, and each year is different, as we all know. <laughs> each year don't different. leave out the Chicago Bulls, and, and as well as um, don't leave out the Bulls. Um, but I also think the Hawks got better. Like, there's a lot of teams that got better. Yes, definitely, definitely. One thing, though, Mommy, you're going to miss P.J. Tucker. He's talking to – you still have Jimmy Butler there, but he's like – he's a piece really can't replace. But they'll they, be fine. So, we'll never get it together. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Uh, Scoop, be always a pleasure speaking with you, man. Thanks for doing me again, bro. Yes, sir, bro. Thank you for the opportunity, as always, to be myself. Thank you, man. You're doing your thing. Keep shining. Keep grinding. Keep growing. Appreciate you, man. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too, my brother. Sir. Yes, that was Valley Sports NBA Insider, Scoop B. Robinson. Thanks for joining me. Catch you next time.